0: This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Now, here's your host, Wes Bleed.
1: And hello from WQA Radio. Thanks for joining us. This is podcast number 11. In this edition, we'll be joined by WQA Business Development Director Brian Geegan. We'll get his thoughts about the water treatment industry and the international marketplace.
0: And you talk about government regulations and you talk about different products that are available on the market and how you're going to solve water scarcity. It doesn't matter what language you're speaking, we all talk about water.
1: Later, we begin a new feature on WQA Radio, a regulatory update, and we'll have this week's WQA tip as well. Up next, my conversation with WQA Business Development Director, Brian Geegan. And our featured guest in this podcast is WQA Business Development Director, Brian Geegan. Brian, nice to have you on the program.
0: Thanks, Wes. Long-time listener, first-time participant. Feeling yeah, good. Yeah.
1: Now, your department and, and your position, how long at WQA, WQA um, first of all? I'm going on about 18 months right now. Okay. And the department itself, tell us about that. The
0: business development department itself is cross-functional across all the different pillars of WQA most importantly within the product certification department but we do discuss everything from membership to professional education as well
1: now before we get more into that in terms of what it means let's go back a a little bit before you arrived 18 months ago or so and what were you doing and what, what kinds of experiences have you had out in the marketplace sure i'm about 15 years as a professional spent
0: most of my time in the industrial and engineering sectors Uh, Doing a little bit of operations, but mostly sales, sales management, and team building.
1: All right. And how have you found WQA so far?
0: WQA has been a wonderful opportunity for me. The team, the presence, the association, everybody has a dedicated mission, and we feel that we are one team moving forward, and that is a very special thing
1: to do in this industry. One of the things I know you're involved in, and, and just recently came back from a trip uh, internationally tell us about the international work of WQA. You know what's amazing about the international work is we all speak different
0: languages we come in from different backgrounds but we all speak water and it's amazing how impassioned and empowered everyone is when we start talking about the quality of water and you talk about government regulations and you talk about different products that are available on the market and how you're going to solve water scarcity it doesn't matter what language you're speaking we all talk about water what are the big concerns out there internationally that you are hearing i would say the biggest thing that we're looking at is what are the changes in technology Um, every region we have found has different contaminants. They have different needs and wants, and there's a range of technologies that exist for each one. So how do you integrate the right technologies for the right areas of the world
1: and and still focus on the big picture of water quality? Try to contrast for us a little bit what you see overseas versus what you see domestically and just in terms of water quality issues, is it more of a concern in some areas? It is certainly more of a concern
0: in some areas. You know, I personally take for granted the quality that I get delivered to me by my local municipality. Then you attend a conference in India and you realize that there is no local municipality that delivers them water. You're in China and you realize that they do not have the same type of technologies across the region as we do here domestically. So it really opens your eyes and makes you think about what's actually going on outside
1: of our little bubble in the U.S. And what impact do you see WQA having then, both internationally and here domestically, as far as technology is concerned, research, and all of that that has to go into uh, you know, certifying products and making sure that people have the right water treatment products to do the job?
0: You know, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for those international teams wanting our input. Everywhere we go, WQA has been showcased. Uh, We recently attended the Chinese drinking water symposium in Anhui province, and we were welcomed as a featured guest. Um, Just last week, as part of the Water Quality Association of India's annual meeting, we were brought in as a featured guest. These different countries really want to value Western technology. Western thought process and how we do things. So just acting as a global consultant and a global kind of correlation of data really helps
1: all the other areas of the world. Do you see that business growing over the next, uh, say five to 10 years? I I certainly think that the global
0: area is a growth opportunity for WQA in, in membership recognition and regulatory aspects. Again, I I think a lot of the focus is what's the U.S. doing, what are those best practices, and how can
1: other areas of the world implement them. Right, right. Now, coming up is the big WQA convention, and I know technology will be part of the discussion, probably across the board. So uh, what are your expectations as far as the educational sessions and just the discussion points that people will be talking about? Well, certainly from a business development perspective,
0: convention is a great networking opportunity. So we've got the option to finally meet everyone in a common area and discuss all of those new technologies. And you're not focusing on one specific manufacturer or one specific type of technology. You're looking at big picture items and and how all the technologies fit into those roles. And that's really key to making the industry move forward is bringing those different technologies together. Um, and that's not to take into discount just the, the general schmoozing and client interaction that you get to have when everybody's in a room together.
1: And so, if you're listening to this and haven't registered, you need to get registered.
0: Certainly. This, this is a, an opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, it only comes once a year, but it is certainly a great time to interact. And there has never been a better time to be in the
1: water industry. Brian Geegan, Business Development Director at WQA. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Wes. And this is WQA Radio. And we're launching a new segment on WQA Radio today. We're bringing in Kathleen Fultz, who is the Regulatory and Government Affairs Coordinator at WQA, to talk about some legislation that we're tracking. Kathleen, welcome to the program. Thank you. Talk a little bit about, first of all, your role at WQA. What exactly do you do?
2: Yep, so I actually work with David Loveday, who's the Government Affairs Director here at WQA. I work on our bill tracking, our regulatory info search database, which is on our website, that tracks current laws and regulations in the United States as well as working on developing an international regulatory resource for members and uh, providing additional regulatory
1: support. Okay and I understand today you have an update on some lead testing?
2: Yes so right now we've been we track bills and we send out a report every month and there's been several bills looking at lead in several states with proposed legislation and uh, testing for lead in drinking water. I was going to specifically talk about Illinois today. Mm -hmm. There's three pieces of legislation that are being amended. There's the Child Care Act of 1969, which deals with uh, assessing levels of lead in drinking water for daycare centers. There's the Illinois plumbing licensing law. And that's being amended to require school districts and school administrators to test for lead in drinking water in school buildings and then provide notification after if there is a lead exceedance of five parts per billion. And then there's the Environmental Protection Act Amendment for Illinois, uh, which is requiring owners and operators of community water systems to create a comprehensive list of lead service line inventory and provide notice to occupants that might be affected during a period of construction work, whether it be water mains, lead service lines, or water meters.
1: So the next step is to continue to follow these and to make sure that our members are on top of what's going on. Correct. Okay. Go to wqa.org and look for the Government Affairs tab and you can get reports and updates on what's happening from a regulation and legislation standpoint. So Kathleen, thank you very much. Thank you. This week's WQA tip, check out our new video for our Modular Education Program or MEP. Just go to wqa.org MEP and learn how you can get started. As we mentioned, registration for the 2017 WQA convention and exposition is underway and you need to get registered soon. Do it now. The convention will be held in Orlando from March 28th through the 31st. Get all the details about registration fees and housing at wqa.org convention. Renew your membership now to get the member rate for the convention. Go to wqa.org membership. Don't forget our WQA Career Center, the water industry source for top talent. Post a job, post a resume, make a splash. We're updating it all the time. That's the WQA Career Center. And be sure to pass along a link to this podcast to somebody you feel would benefit by hearing it as well. Thanks so much. And until next time, this is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.
0: been listening to WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Learn more about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, professional education and certification, find certified products and water treatment providers, and find out how you can become a member all at wqa.org. Thanks for listening.